Are you ready? Stay like that, then your toes won't hurt. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. Welcome to my so-called healing podcast, where we are always unfiltered and unapologetic. Navigating life's messes as modern-day women. I'm Brooke. And I'm Anna, and we're so glad you're here. There it is. <laughs> Gotta wait for it to kick in. Welcome to, if you didn't hear in the intro, we will say it together. Welcome to my so-called healing Healing. podcast. We picked a name, guys. It only took us a million years and a lot of overthinking and a lot of... um, Wanting to put our head through the wall? Literally, like sitting here coming up with inappropriate (laughs) names for things that have nothing to do with the podcast (laughs) and everything to do with like vulgar jokes but like still (laughs) not a net not a single name to be found for the show yeah (laughs) but we got one we got there we did and i love it my so-called healing i like it i think it's it's witty and Mm -hmm. also like you know it's true because we don't everyone has a different variation of healing and what it looks like for them so yeah no i think it's perfect Hopefully you out there listening, all two of you, thanks, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> think that it's a good name too, 2,000 of you, uh, Yeah. Um, which is growing actually exponentially when I looked at some analytics, because I'm like a businesswoman looking oh, yes. at my numbers in my number computer. In your spreadsheet that <laughs> yeah, you did? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I made a spreadsheet. Which you haven't shared with me, I'm so I'm actually so a proud little butthurt. I'm pretty private about it. <laughs> What was that meme? Something about Excel. Oh. I thought I sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah, I don't know, though. It's something about... Um, mental health and how Excel is bad for your mental health. It literally is. Accurate. It is accurate. So, anyways, that is what we decided to go with for the show. And I think it fits her, Anna, I think it fits me, and I think it fits all of you, quite frankly. Yeah. So, we're yeah. speaking on behalf of you. Speaking of all of you... Um, we really have decided to kick some things into overdrive here, and we would really love for all of you to head on over to Facebook and join our My So-Called Healing community. Um, That's the group name, and it's a private group, and it's going to be someplace where we can spark deeper discussions about what the episodes um, contain, and also a safe container for all of you to connect with other people or with us more on a regular basis um other than just listening to yours truly and anna yes um once a week you get more action with us in this in this group and it's totally free so you would head over to facebook we will link the the facebook page yes in the show notes that being said today's topic drum roll please i should use the sound effect (laughs) wait it doesn't have one does it for drum roll no we need one yeah um is we're basically we're going over triggers WTF even is a trigger, right? I think there's a lot of misinformation regarding triggers, and it's become like kind of like a buzzword because, quite frankly, trauma has become a buzzword, yes. and I don't want to talk about trauma anymore because people have buzzed it into this place where it's not even discussing actual trauma. So same with triggers. You am triggered. You're triggering me. Yeah, and like you said, people don't actually, I think, know what it means. Yeah, so what's your definition of trigger? Put me on the spot. 
Um, God, she's gonna break out in it. I totally am gonna have like an anxiety. I don't know what it is when people ask. Well, here, me but how do you define a trigger to people when people say what you say? I'm triggered. What does that mean to you? I mean something that like brings up an emotion or something from like the past. I guess. Yeah. Essentially. In, yeah. So it's the easiest explanation for me is that it's core memories with huge emotions attached to it in the present moment. So what brings it into the present moment? Uh, a Literally lot of things. Anything. The five senses. Yeah. Something you see, something you taste, something you smell, something you touch. Like it literally is like you could smell, somebody could walk by you and there's like a smell. It doesn't have to be perfume. It could just something kind of wafts, could be a food, and you're instantly your body goes into an instant trigger mode, which, by the way, is a physiological mm -hmm. reaction. It's not made up in your head. Um, even if you appear calm to other people, your body is, like, reacting as if it's in the moment of the time that the bad thing happened. It doesn't know the difference, so it immediately goes into fight-or-flight mode. Um, your parasympathetic nervous system is, like, all kinds of crazy because it's, like, all the neurons are... Firing, Like, freaking out. Mm -hmm. Um so, and it brings it, it pulls it into the present. And the problem with being triggered is um, it's really hard for people to pinpoint where they're coming from mm -hmm. if they're not willing to work on the healing and the growth and the, the healing all the emotions and the trauma and the scars from the past. So you can get a trigger, and if you're not paying attention to what's actually, like investigating it, you're just shooting off the cuff of to what you think it is and it's the in it wrong thing mm -hmm. you're never going to eliminate the trigger or you're just letting your emotions drive your actions you're like your emotions from the trigger drive your actions yeah well and focusing on the yeah. wrong emotions mm -hmm. right yeah and i think i mean i know i've worked through a lot of triggers but i think even to this day there's probably there's got to be still triggers that i am unaware of that happen oh 100 <laughs> percent the look you just gave me was just really great. Yeah. <laughs> it happens to all of us, though. I mean, that's the thing. Whether or not you were a, a major, you know, had major trauma or just unmet needs, you're going. their triggers happen to all of us. Mm -hmm. And they really are brought into the present moment. And that's where it gets confusing for adults trying to figure out, like, what the fuck just happened? Why yeah. am I, like, what happened? Mm -hmm. A lot of people with repressed stuff too. That's it. Don't. I don't get deep into that because that's not my forte. But that's even trickier to figure out what the hell's tr triggering you when you don't have any core Context, memories. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what? What do you think we can do about triggers when they arise or when they happen? Because you could be triggered a lot in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think um, the first thing is in a lot of ways trying to get in tune or like allowing yourself to feel your feelings mm -hmm. so like and then kind of following that back so a trigger happens you're obviously experiencing some sort of like emotions or feelings and trying to to the best of your ability because it's hard but trying to like pause and then try to follow it back like some sort of a path as to okay like I'm feeling this way why am I feeling this way and then hopefully you can maybe lead yourself back to some sort of root cause. Right. Now, Anna's been doing healing work for a long time, so that is going to be for someone who's in Anna's been working on their emotional intelligence for a while. If you're new 
to starting to process things that have happened to you in the past and you're not good at feeling your feelings and you're still stuffing them down, this can be very, very confusing for you to try and navigate through. So I always say, like, you have to be aware. Like, this is a trigger. This is not reality. So there's an awareness. Then accepting that it's happening. I'm accepting that this is my body feels this way. Things are happening to me right now. And then taking action. So whether that's like, what can I do about it? Can I let it go? Can I deep breathe through it? Can I feel it? If I can't feel it, if it feels too painful, what can I do in the moment to, what action can I take to get myself out of the, the feeling that of fight or flight, like survival mode that my physical body is feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if you are a little bit further down the track, I think dealing with emotions, a lot of us don't want to deal with the unpleasant emotions and we brush them aside to get rid of the feeling that we're feeling in the moment. And a trigger can very much feel overwhelming, paralyzing, and scary all in the same second. So it is a learned process to learn how to investigate what you're feeling internally um, because it comes from someplace that's not been healed. So Mm -hmm. when you're talking about trauma, going inward, right, investigating, like, what the feeling is, highlight what's inside, is what... If you're being triggered consistently and you start paying attention to like, wow, every time I get um, stuck in a line at a store and somebody like I immediately want to lash out and I start sweating and like, you know, why? Why does that happen to me everywhere? So you start investigating the feelings, Mm -hmm. right? And then becoming aware of the fact that whatever it is that's coming up is something that you have not healed yet because triggers go away when we've healed the pain and the, the cord, trauma that was yeah. caused in the first place. That is when triggers stop coming up for everyone, actually, not mm-hmm. some people, for everybody. Um, and then always reminding yourself that your feelings are valid and that it's okay that you're feeling triggered by something. You can't help when you're triggered by things. You can only look inward and figure out what the feeling and the emotion and what the event was and try and move forward from it. But validating the fact that what you're feeling is a thousand percent okay. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. hundred percent. So that's kind of like where I go in looking at how to kind of, I guess I just call it like inspector gadgeting it, you know, mm-hmm. like making sure like what's happening. Why do I feel so? Cause a lot of people want to shove emotions down. Yeah. You know? Um, Used to be the queen of that. Yes. I still am the queen of it, uh, even though I do work to not. No, I am someone who stuffs the emotions down and the feelings down, and um, it's my go-to defense mechanism. And I think that a lot of people have this perception that, like, feeling an emotion, it's like, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. Okay, now I don't want to feel it, and I don't want to feel it. But going through it is the only way to come out the other side of it. Yeah, it's like we have this idea that feelings and emotions are bad and they're uncomfortable and, you know, we're creatures of comfort. So the last thing we want to feel or deal with is anything uncomfortable. Right. So immediately, like, shutting that down. Immediately, no. Immediately, no. I mean, shutting it down is the best best example of what 99.9% of the population do, which is why people are still so baffled by triggers because mm-hmm. they think as an adult that it's mind over matter and that's actually not, not the way the that it goes um 
So, like, I don't know. I was trying to think of um, when you're looking at feelings and how that goes, and there's, like, a very uh, a technique that a lot of therapists use, and it's called COPE, um, with triggers specifically. And what it is is, like, COPE. First, take, like, a cleansing breath, right? And you, you really, really want to get, like, a deep breath because that's going to calm the parasympathetic nervous system and make it enough so that you can then observe mm-hmm. what you're feeling, and why you're, you know, like where you're feeling it in your body. Cause it's not just emotional, like I'm angry, I'm scared, I'm sad. Uh-huh. You're also gonna be feeling Physical. tense within your body. Yeah. So um, observation and then positive self talk and then explanation. And this is like a very well known, I mean, if you've gone to therapy for trauma, you've heard about COPE and the strategy for getting yourself out of a trigger. And it just basically brings you into back into the present moment mm-hmm. and out of the trigger. I know a couple people who use um, trauma, um, like informed anxiety coaches who use like um, a code word for themselves, like to like la la palooza to yeah. like get the, no when they know wait this is a trigger la la palooza and then yeah, they kind of like pull yeah. themselves out of it, which is also a really good way um, to snipe yourself out of it too. I just feel like there's something about taking that deep cleansing breath that like grounds you and like really can like yeah, get you, you deep in to the moment mm-hmm. and then you're able to observe what you're feeling, what your body's feeling, what's happening around you. Cause a lot of times, and if you've had severe, severe, severe trauma, you're going to be more than likely afra- afraid. That's why um, if you've ever been with a PTSD veteran, um, more it can they like will be in the moment and i mean i had a friend who driving on a freeway there a tire popped and he he instantly thought he was in war like saying all this stuff we had we had to pull the car over like he Mm -hmm. was like actually triggered and actually in he could not observe or get himself out and it was terrifying because we were like 25 i mean i was young but Mm -hmm. like had no idea what was happening and like that's probably the most extreme case of trauma and post-traumatic stress I've ever seen and I'm assuming lots of veterans fight that daily for the stuff that they have to go through but that's a prime example of what like not being able to feel like I can't observe it I like we're well, going no, get my six yeah. you know like get getting instantly out of back there yeah. yeah nothing else exists like you were in that moment yeah however long ago it was and then obviously when if that is the case for you being gentle on yourself because that's just you've got to heal it mm-hmm. you feel it to heal it and get through it you know yeah definitely so so many of us push feelings down and push them aside because we don't want to feel uncomfortable and i know that's my go-to reaction to everything mm-hmm. and i have to be like i'm shoving feelings down because if i don't my other go-to reactions are to get shit-faced and shove it down with alcohol or to eat it down like push yeah. it down with food so like i my <laughs> coping mechanisms are not we're not uh it's taken a lot of work and over 15 years to be able to not rely on that type of dealing with the discomfort Mm -hmm. and actually sitting with the uncomfortable feelings and processing what what not just what it is i'm feeling but like why yeah why am i feeling this way yeah again getting trying to get to like that root yeah and like what was it and then like trying to i always have to go once someone told me about the five senses, it made, like, perfect sense to me. So, like, what is it that I saw? What did I smell? What did I hear? Like, mm-hmm. this is obviously after the fact. If I get triggered by something when I'm calm, that I can kind of reflect and be like, what was it? Yeah. And then I kind of get hyper-obsessed with focusing on, like, what the – but whatever one it was. Like, if it was a scent, 
Right. Why did that, that bother me? Yeah. And then like digging to find like why that would bother me because then I can process if I go backwards, I can kind of get back to that moment and try and work my way forward healing it. Well, yeah, you can't really heal, I think, until you can at least address or find out what that root cause is. Yeah. And then you can do the work to move through it. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. again, triggers are a byproduct of unhealed stuff within us that we need to work on and it's a lot of times a mirror a reflection of what you feel internally and how you treat yourself too because a lot of times people look to the outside world as to why we're being triggered by something Mm -hmm. and really it's an internal biodome right biosphere um and there's something in there that isn't unconsciously is not where it needs to be and it has to be healed at that level and it may take some time and you maybe you find it you like ding 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 done move on and that's awesome if that's the case um but a lot of times it takes more awareness and observation and like really settling into like why does this pattern keep happening why do the repetitive like this this happens a then b a then b like if i'm at the store and i'm in a line i get a rash hives and want to freak out and then i like sweat and i have to leave the store immediately like anxiety attack why Mm -hmm. So it's like, then you've got to step into like, okay, what feelings am I feeling? Right, breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the um, a lot of the times too, triggers can be like a mirror. And um, I mean, it took me a long time to realize that there was a couple of instances where I, and I normally don't like, I get along with everyone for the most part and like people for the most part. <laughs> But there were a couple of situations with two individual people that I don't know why I just could not, like something just like irked me and mm-hmm. I could not figure out what it was. And it took a long time to realize that it was, they have a tendency to kind of like live in that like victim mentality and seeing them do that was like triggering, I think my, like, I don't know if I want to say hatred of the fact that I, like, that's where I lived for so long. But, like, other people living in that victim mentality was definitely a trigger for me and, like, a reminder of how I used to live there. Yeah. Um, No, it is. And it's a reflection, like, a lot of times people don't realize, like, how you treat yourself, how you see yourself, what you, you know, what you feel about the way that you are just as a human, um, is going to reflect back to you. And if you are someone who is unkind and unloving to yourself, if you are getting a lot of, let's say, like, mean, nasty, like, self-centered, self-seeking narcissist or something, like, why are you? Why is that happening to you? Like, well, because that's how you feel mm-hmm. on the inside about yourself. It's not about them. It's, right. That's right. meant to yeah. be a, a eye-opener for you to, like, work on those emotions and heal and accept yourself internally. Um, just let me know when you do because I'm still working on it. <laughs> right. so, um, I feel like that's forever a work in progress for, for sure. everybody. Well, you know? yeah, but I think that there comes a point where you, if you heal enough of the negative self-talk, if you work diligently to respect yourself, love yourself, and really see the value that you have, even if it's just the smallest amount Mm -hmm. um you have the power to shift a lot of the feelings and negative emotions from triggers and triggering actions altogether um 
just based off of knowing and validating who you are as a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people want to always look to the external. I'm looking to the external. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see a therapist. I'm going to have them have fix me. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it works. I mean, therapists know what they're doing with CBT or DBT or whatever whatever their process they're using, but it's you doing the work. Oh, yeah. It's never about the external. You're never going to heal a trigger. Someone else is not going to come up to you and say, oh, hey, see this trigger? <laughs> this year is that, and we're yeah. going to remove it, and mm-hmm. you're going to be good to go. Like, that's not the way that it no. works, unfortunately. I sure as hell wish it did yeah, work that way. You have to do the work. Like yeah. you said, there's... You, you know, can only read so many books, but until you apply the knowledge, do the work. Yeah, I mean, and I think that there's, like, a lot of things that a lot of people who don't want to heal feel things, and they stuff emotions down, and they are navigating, I don't want to say navigating, like, trauma, but n- navigating healing. If you don't process the things and work on it, then those triggers and that trauma becomes your identity. Mm -hmm. And that is where you find a lot of people walking around angry and sad. And some guy 15 years later hates women because his first wife, you know, cheated on him. He never processed through the emotions. And it became the fuel for who he is today. When in Mm -hmm. reality, no matter how hard you try to be the very best version of you, no matter how much you work at it, if you don't let go of the stuff that is holding you back and you don't let go of the pain and the anger and the trauma and process, feel it to heal it, if you don't do those things, you literally are, your identity has become the thing that you hate the most. Mm -hmm. And that is a sad place to be, I think, for people. I feel really sad for people walking around like that. That's how I used to be. I um, hated myself. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I would put mascara on looking upward. I was never, um, I was not comfortable in my own skin as a person. Mm -hmm. And I wanted so desperately to, like, not, not die, but not feel, that's for sure. I yeah. didn't even want to, like, exist, really. I just kind of wanted to be, like, one of those, invisible, homer, yeah. like, through my life. Mm-hmm. And it took a little bit of, um, well, sobriety, getting sober helped, but also just being able to feel and know that that feeling that I'm feeling, that I'm so afraid to feel, that I've not wanted to feel for, in my case, it was, like, 15 years I didn't want to process like is not going to take me down mm-hmm. it's not going to take me out it's not going to cause me to to combust and like explode mm-hmm. and once I realized that that fear was a lie I was telling myself to prevent myself from getting where I wanted to go it was a game changer for my healing yeah and trauma triggers all of it like it was a game changer because I was so afraid of actually feeling literally kill like physical like gonna die i'm not i cannot feel it is too painful i'm going to literally have a heart attack if i attempt to feel it yeah that you're afraid that you can't handle it yeah and i'll tell you all a little story of a young woman that i used to see as a client um i don't know who you could be talking about (laughs) who not me (laughs) 
very similar thing. And we did this one exercise that I walk a lot of clients through this family dinner table scenario, kind of like seeing uh, your family as humans, people, instead of instead of the roles that they play mm-hmm. in your mind, right? And I, I don't even know here. I don't even know what the context was, but the paralysis, the freezing that you went into immediately, like, nope, I'm done with this. We're done with this. And it, like the reaction physically, you could see it. That's actually like a very good example of what happens when you're triggered in the, like mm-hmm. you, it's shutting it down. No, that was a lot before we were like a little bit wise or a little oh, bit, yeah. you know, into healing. Like oh, you yeah. were very adamant about, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, it's going to break me if I try to even think this thought. Oh yeah. To any sort of going back to memories or feelings or anything to do with the past. I like. I, I don't know. Or compassion. Oh, yeah. But instantly there was no, there was a block there. I wouldn't well, even. that's the trigger. You yeah. And you froze. Like, I mean, we were on Zoom, but you literally, like, I can vividly picture how you, your whole body, it was like something took you over. It was, I mean, that's for sure got to be the definition of a trigger. Yeah. Right? Like what it looks like to another person mm-hmm. while it's happening in real time. It's not often that you see, you're not going to be paying attention to people, you know. Yeah. All the time. So it's an interesting, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I remember that exercise. I don't remember that specific, like, shutting down like that, clearly, because I shut down. But I do remember that exercise, and I do remember that for a couple months. (laughs) Yes, but there were, I, there were good things that came from it. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, no doubt. But I can look back and say, okay, this was, like, the moment where I was able to look at certain things differently, so. yeah. And I think that that's, that's the point of evolving and healing and why we do this show and why I coach people and why I um, sponsor people in AA is, you know, seeing people navigate their emotional health um, and be able to process. And then you see the, the wheels start turning and you kind of see like someone who is like so closed off and blocked off and broken sort of piece by piece by piece come to light and Mm -hmm. they light up from literally from within like their skin color changes they become you know Mm -hmm. a a whole new vibrant human being and I think that emotional health honestly navigating yourself trumps for real like having the dream body or having the money or everything that you could possibly have because when you know how to navigate yourself and you know how to resolve inner conflict of your emotions, mm-hmm. right? That that it's if you know how to do that, you're going to have an abundantly joyful life. Period. Well, There's yeah. no doubt about it. When you are not able to navigate your emotions, it's impossible to experience any type of joy, real pure joy that's not induced by a substance or uh, uh, love. You know, like some a love addiction, like yeah. some type of an external situation. But it's basically when you have your emotional health in check, you're walking around as the best version of yourself every day, and it's kind of like an awesome place to be. Albeit, I think that I've gotten there. I think everyone has backslides. Everyone's well, emotions yeah. are going to slide back and forth. But for the most part, my emotional health, my children's emotional health, my husband's emotional health is what I focus on the most. Well, yeah, because you could have... You could be in the best shape of your life and have all the money in the world, but if you're not okay internally and in control of your emotional health, it doesn't mean shit. Well, right. 
you're still going to be miserable. And like you said, so many people chase that external because we think we can find fulfillment in the external things. But you can't. You have to go within. Yeah. And navigating emotions is a lot of people will say, well, what the fuck does going within mean? I don't fucking get it. That just sounds like some bullshit trying to get, Mm -hmm. you know, motivating on social media or whatever. First of all, those types of people, I'm talking to you because that used to be me. You're very jaded. (laughs) You're very angry. Going within is a saying. It's not a it's not like a um, metaphor for something. It's literally navigating why the fuck am I feeling the way I'm fucking feeling like I'm going to barf everywhere. One, that I'm sweating. Why am I sweating? Why do I feel pissed off? Why am I crying now? Like, I mean, these are like literally going to your emotions and walking yourself logically through what is actually happening in real time, navigating yourself and your emotions. Mm -hmm. And once you do that and you learn what it feels like inside your own body, not Mm. other people's, not mine, not Anna's, not what we talk about on the show or people talk about online, what it feels like specifically in your body to have anger and resentment feeling rise up. What does it feel like? What do you feel in your physical being? Where do you feel tension? Do you feel sick? Do you feel, um, you know, in your back? Do you feel it in your shoulders? Are you feeling it in your thighs, in your hips? Where? Mm. Where do you feel it? How does it feel? Are you afraid? Are you afraid to go deeper into that feeling? Why? And then another feeling will pop up. And literally, one after the other after the other, asking yourself deep questions about what is happening inside of you. Because I can't answer it for you. Mm -hmm. You can't answer it for them. Medical doctors won't be able to answer it for you. It's something you have to define, like all of Brene Brown's work, right? Mm -hmm. Putting English language in words to the emotion that you're feeling so that you can understand it mm-hmm. and logically and be able to move through it. Yeah. And then heal, grow, love, baby. That's what it's about. Yeah. Well, you can't solve a problem that you don't know, like, how to identify or define. Well, you know? nobody knows how to identify. It takes a long time. Oh, yeah. You're super awesome at it. Nah, no, I'm not. You're like a pro at identifying what you're <laughs> feeling in the moment. She's full of shit. <laughs> I am most definitely not. But that's the thing. What Anna and I both do is question. It's just like being a journalist, honestly, investigative reporting on yourself. Mm -hmm. You come inspect your gadget. If you're someone my age, you know what I'm talking about, and you used to watch the show. And pull out your bag of tricks and your spyglass and, like, literally lean in and observe what you're feeling. And also, please, for the love of God, do not invalidate yourself. You're feeling whatever you're feeling. You are a human being. And it doesn't, the emotions do not mean it's an action, okay? You could feel hatred, you could feel anger, you could feel sadness, you could be ashamed of something that you're feeling. It's an emotion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any tie to any real, tangible execution of an action. So do not invalidate the way that you feel because your feelings are fucking valid. They're valid. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel and process whatever it is because when you get to the other side of whatever it is you're living in the dreamland mm-hmm. that most people don't get to yeah so couldn't have said it any better myself oh good i'm glad i'm <laughs> glad i got your approval that's a big deal because anna writes a lot and she's got wordy wordy wording to over here i do so um listen this is a good episode yeah. i think i think it's pretty good um we are 
honestly so glad that we're able to, if we're able to help one of you today learn how to deal with a trigger or even put a definition to what a trigger is Mm -hmm. in a more sensible term than a psychologist or somebody who talks medically speaking. Um, We're grateful to be able to do that, and that's why we do the work that we do, why we help the people we help. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, like, rate, review, Leave us a little message. Please go to our, our website and leave us a voicemail. Yes. How did you feel about the episode? Let us know. Fancy new fancy new things we're doing. Adding. Super fancy. Making our way up in the world. This is my so-called healing. Yeah. <laughs> I love the name. I know. Me too. I really do. So I hope you all like it too and you guys have a good week and we will see you back here. Same time, same place. Yes, we will. Okay. Bye. Bye. It's a good guitar stone. Yeah, I got it right that time. (laughs) (laughs) Very proud.